Welcome to Medicana Talk with Dr. Joe Rosado. This program seeks to educate you on topics having to do with medical cannabis. You'll have a better understanding of the industry, insight, and guidance on how cannabis is a safe and important innovation in medicine today. Now, here is your host, Dr. Joe Rosado. Hello, world, and welcome to Medicana Talk with Dr. Joseph Rosado and Cannabidiol Life. Uh, unfortunately, today, due to technical issues, we will not have uh, Chris Visser joining us. We had a bit of a snafu. We recorded the video in the audio and had a full hour show and nothing recorded. So, due to technical yeah. issues, <laughs> I'll blame Ed Pisani because he is our technical director. Ed? Thank you very much for throwing me under the bus. I do appreciate that. Uh, yeah, sometimes things go sideways. I have no idea where things went wrong, but it's the uh, uh, joys of modern technology. And uh, sometimes, like Google Voice uh, Messenger, doesn't work as you wish it would when you're recording. Um, so there you go. I'm not going to name any names. Who owns uh, uh, Facebook? I should say. <laughs> Anyway, well, we're going to hit a really hot topic that's in the news, it's in the news media, it's all over the radio, everything. You know what the topic is, Ed? I'm going to guess it has to do with CBD. Yeah, it does, indirectly. We're going to be talking about vaping and the whole vaping crisis as it has been named by the CDC. It's not an epidemic, but it is a crisis, according to the CDC. The number of vaping-related illnesses has risen to 530 probable cases and 9, as of yesterday, however, 10 deaths, according to an update last week from the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention. The CDC provided the first demographic snapshot of those that are afflicted with these lung issues. Nearly three-quarters are males two-thirds between the ages of 18 and 34, 16%, that's one-sixth percent, are 18 years of age or younger. More than half of the cases are under the age of 25. But the nation's public health officials said they still were not able to pinpoint the actual cost really? or causes hmm. of the sickness. That have resulted in hundreds of hospitalizations with many in intensive care units. The latest information I received from the CDC is that health officials reported just yesterday that the majority of those sickened in the vaping health crisis, not epidemic, health okay, crisis, crisis, big difference, vaping health crisis, used cannabis vape products containing THC which is the uh, component that, or compound that causes the euphoria, which we've discussed for the past three months. And many of those in the first two states to report illnesses, which were Illinois and Wisconsin, mm -hmm. said they used counterfeit marijuana products, meaning synthetic cannabis. So that's like fake. Fake, right, or, like K2 or Spice. Gotcha. Okay, so they used counterfeit marijuana products, from the black market, not licensed in marijuana companies. And the great governor of Massachusetts took it one step further, and guess what he did? He uh, said it's all good in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Yes. <laughs> Everyone would wish it were all good in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. No. 
Massachusetts has become the first state to ban, yes, ladies and gentlemen, to ban the sale of cannabis and tobacco vaping products, dealing a financial blow to the state's marijuana retailers and vaporizer businesses and setting an example, quote unquote, that other states may follow. Florida, I'm certain, is going to jump on that bandwagon. I hope not. We know how Florida tends to be overreactive. At least one marijuana industry expert said Massachusetts marijuana retailers could see a significant drop in overall sales soon, as much as 40% or 0%. That's not good for the state economy because they're getting sales tax off of that. Go on, I'm sorry, I, I digress. <laughs> because of Governor Charlie Baker's order this past week halting the sale of all vaping products in the state for four months, effective immediately. So the ban takes effect like, in, like this past week on the 25th so I, I of got September. A for you. And it will last until January 25th. Why four months or yeah. 120 days? Nobody knows. It's a very nebulous number. It's not like a one year or 30 days. It's just like, I think I'm going to pull four months out of the air and just make that what it's going to be. That doesn't make any sense. So he continues on uh, to say the use of e-cigarettes and marijuana vaping products is exploding and we are seeing reports of serious lung illnesses, particularly in our young people. Baker, a Republican, said in a statement. The purpose of this public health emergency is to temporarily pause all sales of vaping products so that we can work with our medical experts to identify what is making people sick and how to better regulate these products to protect the health of our residents. Now, what just came to me mm -hmm. over the 120 days, it started immediately in September and extended until the end of January. Gotcha. Holiday season. It's, that's, that's no good. Like, So um, you can't buy gifts. No. You, You've just affected the market to be able Thanksgiving, to, Christmas, New Year's. Yeah, Those people, are the high holy days of spending. Uh, I, I would not want to be... Black Friday. Like Black Friday. Uh, but it makes me wonder, because I know Massachusetts is one of the smaller states in the United States. Is it possible that someone just says, I think I'm going to go to Rhode Island, or I'm going to go to New Hampshire, or I'm going to go, like, I think one of the other states that are touching it and get my my vaping equipment and then come up back across state lines and and everyone's good like uh so what i find interesting is yeah. that massachusetts has consistently been a blue state with the kennedys and mm -hmm. everything else it's always been you know a democrat state yeah the fact that he's a republican really doesn't play into it. it it's a more it's a liberal state yeah it, it is a liberal state it, and it's been a liberal state for like gosh who only knows how long um so i'm kind of surprised that massachusetts made this big move uh before new york did because new york is like one of the legal um capitals of the country like between california and new york those are the two areas you see a lot of uh liberal laws and uh leanings come out so I'm surprised that it wasn't New York or California. So kudos to Massachusetts for taking the crown away from New York and California. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, so that being said, I'm certain because the, our phones have been ringing off the hook. Chris's phone at Cannabidiol Life have been ringing off the hook. And so the question now is, you know, 
what's the problem? What's the issue? So I mm-hmm. know that you... Yeah, I've got... You know, got how your brain works, I'm certain you've come up with at least 50 questions. Oh, yeah. I got a, I got a, I got a number of questions, Dr. Rosado. I'm not going to waste any time. I, I guess the first thing that comes to my mind is, is, um, is everything that's happening with vaping, because I know vaping has been around for 10 plus years. Um, is it... a is it the CDC, um, may, many of the people who have gotten sick have used these products. Um, was it mainly uh, what type of product? Well, as the report from the CDC that I read at the intro um, are primarily products that contain THC, mm-hmm. but not THC in its natural form. THC in a synthetic form. That's what the latest report that came from the Centers for Disease Control. Gotcha. Synthetic or counterfeit cannabis, which is... Is that like the black market stuff? The stuff you get on the street corner from the... uh, Like, is that what you're talking about? Or like, is it more like... uh, How would you define counterfeit CBD? Because I'm like... I, I don't really understand it. Only thing I could think that's counterfeit is like when you go to like a fake Disney World and you see the Mickey Mouse with the fake helmet on, you're like, that's not Mickey Mouse. That, exactly. That? <laughs> exactly. It's very similar. It's not the cannabis that comes from the cannabis plant. It's not the THC that comes from the cannabis plant. It's not the CBD that's coming from the hemp plant or the cannabis plant. Gotcha. It is a synthetic version of cannabis. So... Um, so the the street names are K two spice. Okay. Um, some kids, you know, some are smoking potpourri. That's and, disgusting. I. <laughs> and so that's that's the synthetic version. So they make these cartridges. Yeah. In you know someone's kitchen, and they're using this, and inhaling this stuff, mm-hmm. and that's where a lot of the problems have lied. So you know it's not it's not so much the nicotine per se. The biggest culprit have been the synthetic or black market mm-hmm. illicit, not really the black market, because black market more more than likely deals with cannabis that is not regulated by a state. So more or less what I'm hearing is someone's adding something to this vape, vape um, product because it's been around for 10 years. I remember when vaping came out and it was supposed to be the cure-all to people mm-hmm. that smoked a lot and uh, got them into something that was that was clean and that wouldn't hurt them. And we went for 10 years without an incident. So it makes me wonder, like, is this like uh, the... Uh, McDonald's scenario where over the course of the time uh, it came out that McDonald's used less and less beef and more and more grains and stuff and you really weren't having like an all beef burger and that was a big uh, cause to do. Is this just sort of the same way? Is there someone adding something? Is there some sort of additive going in? In, in the illicit market. Okay. Yeah. In in, in the black market arena um, you know to uh, prolong not so much prolong but to make the product last. Gotcha. So they, they're watering down the product and adding synthetic stuff. So they're cutting their so product. What's being blamed, I guess? Who, who's a... I know for like Doritos, it used to be trans fat. Like the saturated fat uh-huh. was bad. Um, so what's being blamed in, in the vaping product now that's causing this issue? 
Well, there's multiple chemicals that are added to the vapes. Okay. So the and the get ready because I know how, how well you do pronouncing stuff. So I made it easy for you. Thank I'll you. I'll pronounce the words. It. Okay. And, and all you have to do is say the initials. Okay. Okay. So the 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 two biggest culprits right now are propylene glycol. PG for you. I was going to say pig. Yeah. Okay, good. Continue. Okay. <laughs> Propylene glycol, PG. Polyethylene glycol, okay. PEG. Oh, my gosh. Those two. So, you got pig and peg. Pig and peg. Right. Those two, when, they de- when they're heated, yep. convert to acetaldehyde and formaldehyde. Okay. Formaldehyde is an embalming fluid it is because the pharaohs of egypt used to have that you know that's uh that's something special and when i was in medical school Mm -hmm. we would you know go through the cadaver lab yeah and we would be smelling formaldehyde and many of us had to wear masks because the smell of the formaldehyde was so intense and there weren't um a lot of vents available yeah, yeah. or hoods mm-hmm. to take the to extract the the smell out of the room. Gotcha. And so as a result of that, you know, many people were getting sick and having respiratory issues. So formaldehyde and acetaldehyde are no joke. Yeah, so it's not like getting like Botox or something in your face and making you look younger. If you breathe this in, this actually hurts you. It doesn't actually make you get stunted in age and look like well, a perfect Botox 20-year-old. is a toxin, too. <laughs> Don't go crazy. Anyway, the next thing that's been blamed are, is vegetable glycerin, or VG, vegetable okay. glycerin, which is a long-chain fatty acid. Now, we talk about long-chain fatty acids, medium-chain fatty acids, and we're going to be addressing those here shortly. But vegetable glycerin is one. And lastly, vitamin E acetate. Okay. Not the vitamin E that's in your child's that was my question. I was like, I, yes, I, like, I, I know you're a dad. You always yeah. think of your little girl. Yeah. <laughs> no. But like my daughter would be so thrilled. She'd be like, okay, I don't have to eat vi- vegetables anymore and I don't have to take vitamins because they can kill me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's vitamin E acetate and they put all of these different chemicals inside the cartridges. Gotcha. And when they are heated mm-hmm. and it's absorbed, you can get, with the propylene glycol and the polyethylene glycol, you get the uh, acetate or um, acetaldehyde or formaldehyde mm-hmm. which are both carcinogenics the vegetable glycerin and the vitamin e are long chain fatty acids these long chain fatty acids can cause lipid or lipoid pneumonia pneumonia is traditionally caused by some type of bacteria yeah that's not a good thing right but it's treated with antibiotics when you get lipid or fat in your lungs, mm-hmm. now you're causing a major issue, especially a long-chain triglyceride. Now, okay. why is it necessary to use a fat, especially in the cannabis world? The reason why, and I think we've discussed this before, remember, cannabis is what's called lipophilic. It loves fat and yep. hydrophobic. It hates water. Huh. And so you need some fat to be able to combine with the cannabinoid, whether it's CBD, THC, CBG, CBN, THCV, any of those, you need a little fat uh, component for it to be able to be absorbed better in the system. Gotcha. So like when you say that, the first thing that comes to my mind is actually a barbecue sandwich and like having the pulled pork because I think of all the fatty goodness. But what you're saying is like fundamentally, uh, 
the the vaping is you're almost like breathing in a barbecue sandwich and that's not good for you versus like kind of eating it which is very good for you uh which is like is that where the the challenge comes in it's going into the wrong pipe no it's not going into the wrong pipe the challenge is that uh the chains in fats are based on carbon carbons bound to carbon okay okay and so a long a medium chain triglyceride ranges between 6 and 12 carbon carbon uh, chain a chain made of carbon atoms okay okay so like this is extremely small so stuff. less than 6 carbon chain a chain of less than 6 carbon atoms mm-hmm. is a short chain triglyceride okay. anything above 12 is a long chain triglyceride so we want to play in the medium chain triglyceride sandbox. Examples of that are coconut oil. Coconut oil is good. Exactly. And yep. so mixing a medium chain triglyceride, mm-hmm. studies have shown that when that is inhaled, it helps reduce the symptoms mm-hmm. of asthma and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, really? COPD. So interesting. it's beneficial to inhale or vaporize a medium chain triglyceride. So more or less what I'm hearing is right now vaping companies are using too long of a chain and a molecular The illicit market. The illicit market, the, the people that are like doing things illegally. Right, are using a long chain triglyceride. Okay. And that long chain triglyceride can lead to a lipid or lipoid pneumonia. What you need to use is a medium chain triglyceride, which is what the legal ca- medical cannabis industry is okay. using. And that's uh, that's interesting because like uh, it sounds like um, there's I hate to say it, but not enough um, understanding possible regulations in place uh, to sort of control that. How do you regulate the black market and the illicit market? You just, you, well, I mean, there's a lot of politicians these days saying they're just going to go house to house and they're going to they're gonna take it away, but they're going to start with the good people that are innocent and take away that too. Exactly. Yeah. Like the governor of Massachusetts that yeah. shut down everyone the, the, the legal market instead of coming down more aggressively on the illicit market. Yeah, yeah, which doesn't make any sense because you have a lot of good companies like Chris's company as an example that, you know, sells all different types of products. And I know he was selling me one day he makes gummy versions of these as well where he's doing everything right and he's following all the protocol all the preparation having the safe rooms not having his uh, someone's dog running around or cat getting dander in the air or like someone coughing and sneezing that may be sick he's he's protecting society in general by making a good quality product but um you have this person that's in the street corner my what i like to call unofficially the street corner pharmacist and they're just doing whatever like you know they might say hey let's put a little clorox beach in here and that will clean it up and that's really bad exactly and so you know the challenge with getting lipoid pneumonia from the you know long chain triglycerides that we spoke about you know they get lipid pneumonia which Mm -hmm. is pneumonia caused by you know lipids or fats inside or fat molecules inside the lungs and symptoms that many I was about to ask you what the symptoms were, because like uh, you know that's like not a 
normal thing I've ever heard. I've known pneumonia, but I've never heard of this version of it. Right. So what are the symptoms? Well, um, chest pains. Okay. Chronic cough. Okay. Difficulty breathing. All right. Fever. Yep. Coughing up blood. Oh, that's not good. Weight loss, night sweats, and difficulty swallowing because of increase all the inflammation that's going to be taking place in that in the so there is a potential for weight watchers to want to tap into this because it does conceive weight loss uh, yeah but this also it, it also leads to death and i don't think i don't think and, and no offense to oprah who's now a, big, a major sponsor so if you if anyone's out there from weight watchers please disregard everything i, mean, I say is not tied to anyone in particular yeah, just use examples it's, it's a, dis, a major disclaimer here major disclaimer so um but yeah so what are the lesser symptoms that um you may well those those lesser symptoms are the fever the coughing up blood um the weight loss the night sweats and difficulty swallowing the biggest ones of course are going to be shortness of breath difficulty breathing uh chest pains and chronic cough uh and when you get an x-ray you see the, the signs of Pneumonia. Yeah. You start treating the patient now, with antibiotics, and it don't doesn't work. I've I've had a couple times where like you know they I go to the doctor and you have a productive cough and unproductive cough, mm-hmm. and I know that has to do with the lungs. Correct. Um, so, it, are you saying that um, this is is uh, lung related? Because it sounds like a lot of things you're bringing up is coughing up blood. That's Possibly from lungs? It's all lungs, yes. Okay. Because of the vaping. When you vape and you inhale, mm-hmm. it's not like you're sucking on a straw. When you suck on a straw and people that don't know how to vape, yep. you know, the famous line from Bill Clinton, I smoked but I never inhaled. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, that's a farce. It, oh, it is. Okay. You hear it? You, you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> that's a farce. So you can't, you can't, you can't inhale without inhaling. It, you can't smoke without inhaling. Okay. Smoking means you've inhaled. Then it goes into your lungs. Okay. Okay. So when you inhale, mm-hmm. these contents go into your lungs. Okay. When you eat or swallow or suck on a straw that goes into your esophagus and makes its way into the stomach. Gotcha. So there, there's two lines. And so I'm sure at one time or another, and you strike me as the type of person that this may have happened to, you're eating something and or drinking something, and someone says something funny, uh-huh. and you go to laugh, and you breathe while you're swallowing. And then all of a sudden... The choking on the you on the, choke on the liquid. I, that's never happened to me. I can. <laughs> and, and people, and then sometimes it comes out of your nose, and people will say, "Oh my God, it went down the wrong tube." Yes, it did go down the wrong tube. Gotcha. You have a trachea and an esophagus. Yeah, and there's a little piece of flap to have it go back and forth. Exactly. There's yeah. a flap that covers, also known as the epiglottis, will cover the trachea, and so by covering the trachea, mm-hmm. it allows for food and liquid to go into the esophagus and into the stomach. When you inhale or exhale, that epiglottis flap moves and now you're able to breathe in and out. Gotcha. So that makes sense. It's very logical. Um, So um, what uh, benefits does a melty chain... I can't pronounce it. Medium chain. A medium chain. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm just going to call it MT... MCT uh-huh. um, have for benefiting the lungs in some way. Okay. Well, as, as I mentioned before, the benefit of using 
um, a medium chain triglyceride is that it will help prevent the symptoms of chronic obstructive pulmonary disease as well as uh, asthma. Okay. Also, a study was done in 2004 and published in 2014 uh, entitled Nebulized Oil in Water, a Nano Emulsion Mist for Pulmonary Delivery. And this is where they discovered that certain medications needed to be combined with oil, mm -hmm. a type of oil, so that there would be better absorption in the lungs mm -hmm. when the delivery was used via inhalation or through the lungs. And as we mentioned, what you want to use is the medium chain triglyceride or a chain of carbon atoms that ranges between 6 and 12 okay. carbon, carbon atoms. And so by using that medium chain triglyceride, it prevents what was published in a, an article in Journal of Alternative Complementary Medicine in 2017 entitled Carbonyl Compounds Produced by Vaping or Vaporizing Cannabis Oil Thinning Agents. And so PEG, PEG, mm -hmm. yep, and PEG, PG, PG as yep. you would say. Mrs. Piggy loves me. All right. Those, no, no, no offense <laughs> to any major corporations out there. Those two, when heated, generate high levels of acetaldehyde and formaldehyde which are carcinogenic or form you know they're not good pre for you predisposed people to having cancer gotcha and are not good things to have in your lungs gotcha well that's that's interesting stuff um as you know i, I kind of sometimes go on uh, wikipedia and I just oh, no, really. Yeah, I, and I look at Facebook and I'm like, "Hey, doctor, is that really true?" And you're like, "Yep, that's true." I found this thing called popcorn lung. Well, I got really excited because I thought popcorn lung was talking about like maybe kettle corn popcorn, which I do love. I am a kettle corn guy. But um, what uh, what ex it does is that um, has that fallen with vaping with the popcorn lung? Because I was kind of lost. Uh, over my head. Okay, well, popcorn lung, the medical term for popcorn lung is, are you ready for this? You're going to love this word. Okay. Okay, or well, two words, bronchiolitis obliterans. Wow. Okay, bronchiolitis obliterans is a condition that damages the lung's smallest airways mm -hmm. and makes people, again, cough and feel short of breath. That is caused by a chemical called diacetyl. Now, That's another big word. The, yeah. Exactly. Now, why do they call it popcorn lung? Do you know? Uh, it, in your search in Wikipedia and WebMD? Uh, it, it, it's like, I guess it had something to do with like feeling short of breath. Um, no, no. The word popcorn. Where did it come? Where, where, why is it called popcorn lung? Uh, Right, I couldn't really, I couldn't figure that out. I, I just sort of gave up because I was like, okay, this is, you know, when you're like over your head and you see the 747 flying around in circles and you can't really reach it. That's where I was at. So I was like, I'll just reach out to you because I know you're, you can probably answer some of those type of questions. Perfect. So here is the answer. Popcorn lung comes from um, the fact that diacetyl is the main chemical used to give the buttery taste in microwave popcorn nice i love me some butter exactly true regular <laughs> butter is the best thing however when you use the same chemical that 
gives the taste of butter mm-hmm. that and you inhale that that gets into your lungs again a form of a fat yep gets that's into what I was your thinking. lungs like exactly. butter is fatty get a form of a fat gets into your lungs and that now causes these this problem in your lung so hmm. for these reasons you know and this is why the vaping industry has been attacked so aggressively because of all these different chemicals that have been used as thinning agents or flavoring agents or mm-hmm. uh, smell agents for smell not so much smell because when you vape you don't smell much but it's more for the taste you know when you go to some of the vape shops and you pick the juice okay yeah they've got Cinnamon flavor, vanilla flavor, strawberry flavor, are, are, ice think cream. They're targeting those young people. It's 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 marketing. It, there's a difference, you know. But I'm an advertising guy, and I know like. Well, I'm yeah, sure you've yeah. heard of. I'm sure you've heard of um, giving candy to a baby. The gentleman from the <laughs> the uh, oh, what's it? The Wolf of Wall Street. Yes. That there's a difference between sales and marketing. Yes. Okay. Marketing is about catering to the, the, the need yeah the little niche in the demographic and, and remember and, i said at the yeah. beginning of the show mm-hmm. that the largest percentage were people below the age of 25 yeah so now you're targeting an audience that is very flat you know you're making juices that are flavored on things that they like yes so essentially um it sounds like we have about a minute left, and this uh, this is a topic that I don't think is going to be going away. Um, but to wrap it up for first segment, um, there's a lot of bad people out there that are just uh, wild, wild westing it, and then you have a lot of really good industry professionals that are trying to obviously do things the proper way and do it the scientific way and they hire like specialists and medical professionals so they don't do it wrong. Um, is that fair to say what we kind of covered in the first 30 minutes? Very fair to say we have more to discuss in the second 30 minutes. So uh, stay tuned. We'll be back in 20 seconds. Or uh, In the meantime, if you want to get a hold of me, info at josephrosadomd.com that's info at josephrosadomd.com r-o-s-a-d-o for those that don't know how to spell my name and we'll hear you shortly dr joseph rosado was the first medical professional to recommend medical cannabis treatment in the greater Central Florida region. He has since become a sought-after medical cannabis expert in Florida and abroad. Learn his story and find out more about Dr. Rosado's book, Hope and Healing, The Case for Cannabis, available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Kobo, as well as through the website josephrosadomd.com. You can also schedule an individual or group consulting session with Dr. Rosado. That's josephrosadomd.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're listening to Medicana Talk. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. 
Or you can send an email to info at josephrosadomd.com. Now, back to Medicana Talk. Welcome back. This is Dr. Joseph Rosado, Medicana Talk, sponsored by Cannabidiol Life. Um, President, founder, CEO, Chris Visser, unfortunately, is unable to be with us today uh, due to technical issues that we had had earlier this week. And we are now re-recording times two. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because, again, our technical director, who shall remain nameless, but always talks about pulled pork sandwiches, Uh, (laughs) uh, inadvertently... I don't know what happened. <laughs> deleted, <laughs> deleted everyone's voice except his. Go I, figure. I have no idea. Say hello to the people, Mr. Technical Director. I, I thank you, Facebook, for making me look bad. I love you, too. Um, I have no idea what happened there, but I'm glad that I have a chance to do a second chance at this interview uh, segment because now I feel like a little bit more under uh, knowledgeable in reference to vaping and like the bad things that are happening. Um, I know in the initial episode we did talk about... Uh, lung illnesses that uh, there was over 500, 800 cases so far um, that they don't know what it actually came from and you had mentioned that oils are not good when they're not in your stomach and then your your lungs and the molecular structure of it all and how many carbons you need to have and how like these people are doing things um, in the inappropriate way not like Chris Visser's company which is doing it in a very safe uh, way but otherwise, they're just kind of like doing it uh, wild, wild west. Exactly. And th- there's a lot of additives. There's a lot of things that they're putting in, cutting uh, the cannabis with you know, all sorts of different products, synthetic or counterfeit cannabis, um, which you know, we know has made people extremely ill. Mm-hmm. Also, the use of um, your favorites, you know, propylene glycol, PG, polyethylene glycol, PEG, mm-hmm. vegetable glycerin, VG, vitamin E acetate, all of which are used either for flavoring, for thinning the oil, making the juice that people talk about to have different flavors, whether it's gotcha. strawberry flavor, vanilla flavor, cinnamon flavor, bubble gum, you know, vomit. Like, the, remember those jelly beans that yeah, we oh used yeah. to get? Oh, my gosh. Those are all amazing. And, and, they were the, and then you had the gross jelly beans that, you know, tasted like mud or dirt or vomit. Yeah. Did you ever eat those? I, I had a couple. Like, I took it on a dare, and they were not tasty at all. I'm yeah, not they, they were fun to play tricks on people. Yeah. <laughs> and then as far as vaping, the importance of having a medium chain triglyceride, a fat yep. that is of medium chain between 6 and 12 carbon atoms mm-hmm. that aid in the absorption of cannabis in the lungs. And by aiding the absorption of the cannabis, there's better absorption, goes better into the bloodstream and works much better as medicine. Um, using a long chain triglyceride, the mm-hmm. challenge with those, uh, like the vitamin E acetate or the vegetable glycerin, causes lipoid pneumonia or lipid pneumonia, fat lungs. And Mm -hmm. that's your perfect example of... A pulled pork sandwich. Exactly. Inhaling a pulled pork sandwich. God knows where you get that. (laughs) Anyway, but having these long-chain fatty acids or fats in your lungs can cause lipid pneumonia, which causes symptoms of pneumonia, but not treatable with antibiotics because it's not a bacteria. Um, That's uh, terrible. Exactly. Very, very bad. Um, We talked about 
the studies that have shown that a medium chain triglyceride does prevent the symptoms of asthma and COPD or chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. So it mm -hmm. is of benefit. And we've also discussed that cannabis is an antioxidant and an anti-inflammatory. Therefore, it reduces swelling inflammation in the lungs. And combining that with a medium chain triglyceride, it is beneficial to do inhalations of cannabis uh, in a vaporized manner from a reputable registered regulated uh, dispensary mm -hmm. so that it will help with any symptoms in the lungs patients that have lung cancer patients that have asthma patients yes. that have chronic obstructive pulmonary disease patients that need the medication into their system immediately the fastest the second fastest way to get cannabis in the system is by vaporizing gotcha so uh, what is the fastest way? I guess that's a question that I have. You see, you, you always have to go there because you know, I think you know what the fastest way is. You just want to be a clown. <laughs> the fastest mode of administration of cannabis we've discussed is the suppository, intrarectally. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. That is the fastest. See, Let's get back to vaping. Exactly. You wanted to be a clown. And, 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 so the fastest mode of administration is the suppository, followed by inhalation. Inhalation. Whether it's in a vaporizer form mm -hmm. or in a nasal spray. Okay. Or an actual inhaler, kind of like the inhalers that are used for patients with asthma or COPD. Okay. Um, or the purists or the old school way, which is actually rolling up a joint yep. or a cannabis cigarette, as they're called now, or a pre-rolled cannabis cigarette, mm -hmm. rolling it and smoking it, or um, taking the, the, the flower itself, grinding it and putting it, you know, putting it in your pipe and smoking it. Now you're, like you're, Native Americans. you're talking about smoking and I know, um, tobacco industry had to deal with all the lung cancer. Does smoking cannabis cause cancer? The short answer? No, no, it does no. not. Smoking cannabis. Okay. And by smoking, the difference between smoking and vaping, cause that I had that question when the whole industry began, began here in the state of Florida five years ago. Yeah. Um, the state of Florida originally prohibited smoking or smokable. And then the vapes came in and I'm like, wait a minute, how can you vape? And when it says you can't smoke and the law said there can be no combustion, meaning you cannot light it. That was the whole issue in the state of Florida originally mm -hmm. where you could not cause, you cannot have combustion. And for that reason, they made smokable cannabis and selling the whole plant or the, 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 the bud, for mm -hmm. lack of a better term, they made that illegal. Okay. And so all we had to use were the vapes. For our to recommend for our patients. So what about digestibles? Because like I think that's that should be something. Where's that rank on the um, to to get into your system like a digestion? Well, now you're talking about oils that you put either sublingually under your tongue, yep, a capsule or an edible. Okay. The absorption for those is an hour and a half to two hours, depending on how you metabolize things. Oh wow! So it's, it takes a long time. It takes a long time, just like when you take. 
you know, an over-the-counter anti-inflammatory like ibuprofen mm-hmm. or naproxen. You take those, it's going to take an hour to an hour and a half before it gets into your system, in your bloodstream, because you ingest it, it goes in your mouth, it goes through the digestive tract, yeah. and then when it's metabolized in the liver, that's when it makes its way into the bloodstream. Gotcha. It's for that reason that when we recommend cannabis we have multiple modes of administration we have the inhalation that people can use um, and how quickly does it metabolize well within three to five minutes they get the effect it hits the peak in 15 minutes and then it hits it plateaus at 30 minutes okay and it lasts for two to four hours Mm -hmm. so I recommend that people vape and use an, an oral ingestion simultaneously why because as the effect of the vape is wearing off the effect of the oil that they ingested or their capsule is kicking in and so now they're covered better and longer that's interesting so it's like a melty prong approach of uh of allowing your patients to feel as best as they can feel because if someone's terminal they're never going to feel a hundred percent unfortunately right but by doing the combination it will help them you know control their pain control their nausea control the vomiting uh stimulate their appetite Mm -hmm. these are all things that are very important to someone that is terminally ill you know and has a type of cancer or has aids and has a, a condition called wasting syndrome where they're wasting away mm-hmm. um, but also um, in a nasal spray because that's inhalation if a child is having a seizure yep rather than using the traditional and conventional route of an intrarectal uh, bolus mm-hmm. of a uh, antiepileptic drug such as clonazepam clonopin or Ativan, lorazepam or Valium, diazepam that comes in a syringe, you drop the child's pants, you drop their underwear and you introduce the syringe into their rectum and shoot the medication because of the absorption Mm -hmm. the immediate absorption and it doesn't get broken down or metabolized in the liver, bypasses the liver they, they get the effect immediately wow they can do that by using a nasal spray with cannabis that the mom or dad while the child is in the process of having seizure you just stick the nasal spray into each nostril Mm -hmm. do a quick squirt and within seconds you'll see the child's seizure break gotcha and the what the parents are giving for the nasal spray doesn't have any of these scents aromas of bubble gum or whatever it's just it's, literally medical it's straight medicine that is absorbed in the nasal mucosa and because there's little uh, where the uh, olfactory nerve or the nerve that gives smell and goes into the brain it goes through some uh, by their filaments but they go through these openings yep at, which is a, called the cribriform plate or a plate that has multiple little holes in it and it goes right into the brain so by doing that squirting action the, the nasal spray into each nostril mm-hmm. or nair um, it goes boom right into the brain so that is a form of inhalation 
Gotcha. But to go back to the, I gave you the short answer, then we sidetrack, but the short answer of can smoking cannabis or marijuana cause cancer? The answer is no, because remember, your cannabinoids, CBD, THC, CBG, CBN, THCV, they all have anti-inflammatory antioxidant properties, but they also have anti-neoplastic properties, anti-tumor properties. They Studies have been shown and have demonstrated shrinking of tumors really because of the cannabis and that was the article i think you read yeah i saw something online on facebook because you know i'm like always on there and uh um someone posted something like cannabis can like uh cure cancer and i was like oh i'm gonna talk to dr zotto he's like I, I read it and I was like, seems too good to be true. And like, I would think that would be like on all the national channels and not like some third rate website. So I was like, Dr. Rosado, can you verify this? And uh, you told me like, yeah. but we were on break. You're like, no, that's true. Yeah, it is true because, um, and there are studies where parents were putting oil, CBD oil, on the child's um, pacifier mm-hmm. and giving the pacifier to the child and the child would suck on it and get the medication and they had sequential um, MRIs of the child's brain yep. showing the, the shrinking of the brain tumor wow. as the child used the, the cannabis. Um, there's, a, there's a documentary on Netflix that was done by uh, Ricky Lake entitled uh, Weed the People. Yes. And it follows, uh, I think, like four or five families um, and their children in their their path of being diagnosed and how they worked with and were treated with cannabis mm-hmm. to aid and address their different symptoms. And the, the, the... So more or less, like, the cure to cancer is cannabis. From what you just said, like if someone has cancer, there's a higher probability that the tumors will shrink. Won't I, I'm not going to say go away because I'm not a doctor. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but you definitely do. But what you're more or less saying is if someone has cannabis, they're actually doing good for their body. It's exactly. So when I'm asked as a physician, you know, should I do cannabis instead of chemotherapy or radiation therapy my answer is always the same use it in conjunction with it's an Mm -hmm. adjunct it supports what you are already using and doing conventionally okay it'll help build your immune system it'll help control the side effects of some of the medications for example um, when you when someone that has cancer and is undergoing chemotherapy they experience a lot of nausea a lot of vomiting they have loss of appetite yeah. or no hunger and so by in by adding and taking care of using the cannabis it will help with all of those symptoms and all of those side effects but at the same time it helps build up their immune system because some of the cannabinoids work on the white blood cells that help build the person's immune system so it helps re- maintain their so energy the, yeah they're you're more or less restoring their 
body's natural uh, fighting blood cells. Right. What I always thought, like, the white blood cells are, like, your soldier blood cells, and the right. white blood cells are, like, your farmer blood cells. And so you're giving those cells the raw materials to go out there and do their job, and do their job. So more or less, right, cannabis to a white blood cell is, like, an AR-15 to an American citizen. I like uh, Okay, I don't know crap about what you just said. So dummy it down for me. G- giving a uh, semi-automatic rifle to a American citizen is the equivalent of giving cannabis to a white blood cell. And the and the takeaway <laughs> message is yes, it's good. And it should be done. It should not be banned. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> From pull pork sandwiches to AR fifteen, AR fifteen. Right. I cover a lot of ground. <laughs> so now, what can what can happen if you do smoke cannabis? We've established that it doesn't cause cancer. What can it cause? It can cause one of three things, or all of these. Um, what are they? Cough. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> excess production of phlegm. And the reason why is when you inhale something that you're smoking, mm-hmm. the heat, the excess heat will paralyze these hair-like structures in your trachea, which huh. is your windpipe. And these hair-like structures are called cilia. Okay. The function of these cilia or hair-like structures is to oscillate or rhythmically move up and down to get rid of any foreign particles and get them up and out and then that's where you cough and you get a, a productive cough. You expectorate. Okay. You get that cough out. I always thought that was like an oil-based um, per, uh, thing that was happening. But then I'm not a doctor. And like we've been talking oil all day. So I yeah. was like, oh, it's because of oils. No, no, it's not because of the oils. It's because the heat will paralyze those. And so by paralyzing them, they're not able to rhythmically move. And so by being paralyzed, mm-hmm. that, that all those... <laughs> particles kind of sit there and so it causes a production of phlegm because now the body's natural ability comes in to try to attack these foreign particles yeah and now you've created phlegm and so you begin to cough to try to get, get, it, get out. it out yeah okay so you have cough you have production of phlegm and if you are unable to successfully get rid of that phlegm you can develop bronchitis Okay. Which is inflammation of the bronchioles. Yeah. Like, so, uh, which people can get from allergies, too. If you Exactly. Because yeah. anything that comes into your system causes inflammation. And so the key is to manage and address the inflammation. Gotcha. So those are the three things that can affect it. Now, there are some innovative ways of being able to vaporize. Do tell. One of them is vaporizing the flower, meaning you purchase the bud okay you grind it you get a handheld vaporizer or a tabletop vaporizer and this vaporizer sits on your table Mm -hmm. and you put the flower in this little you know um oven Uh uh-huh and it generates heat it gets it to a certain temperature and the vapor is then generated and with no combustion now dr zotto i am a lazy man <laughs> no. <laughs> you you just had a whole bunch of steps like you get a flower, you grind the flower, you take the flower and you and you do something with the flower like that is 
I'm like, why do I just get the grounded stuff from? Does Chris, uh, does Chris's company do that? Does he sell that? Okay, being that you are who you are. <laughs> yes. Yes. Cannabidiol Life. Okay. Offers what are called CBD pre-rolled connoisseur hemp flour. Nice. Okay. I like the connoisseur that adds a little bit of like right. class. Be- right. Because yeah. these are um, made specifically with different uh, strains, different mm-hmm. chemovars, different product lines with different ratios, but they all contain less than 0.3% THC, which is what the law in the United States requires for mm-hmm. it to be legal. Um, but he does have an amazing CBD pre-roll product for individuals such as yourself where it is pre-rolled, has a little filter on it, and you order it. You can order it online. And, and you know, it's it's kind of cool like because I'm a guy that probably would do it wrong unintentionally. And like to have someone said, we made it correctly for you. It has all the right levels. You're not ingesting something that's mm-hmm. wrong. Uh, and it's done in a safe, clean environment. That's huge. And like, uh, again, I am slightly lazy. I like to go to Burger King because they make the burgers for me. And like, I can just have the burger. I don't want to put the burger together myself and cook the burger. I could do that at my house on the grill. I go there because that's their specialty. And the fact that they made it, you know, 45 minutes before you get there. So, so be it. So be it. That that cow has been dead for a while. It's not. <laughs> Anyway, so yes, for those of you that are like my co-host here and have a hard time following steps and procedures, uh, you can go to cannabidiollife.com, mm-hmm. which is Chris Visser's company. Um, I guess you look under the product section right, for you, CBD pre-rolls? Yeah, you go You go to shop, shop CBD, okay. you, go, you click on that link and... It, it's a drop-down menu and has all of the products available. So you have CBD oils, CBD gummies, CBD tinctures, um, pet uh, uh, stuff. Stuff for my dog. Yeah, stuff. Uh, treats. Yeah. Treats nice. for your pets, etc. And they have these pre-rolled connoisseur hemp-flowered uh, cannabis cigarettes or hemp cigarettes. And all you would have to do is light it now. Because it's so concentrated, you mm-hmm. don't have to do the entire cigarette so in one you sitting. Don't, you don't want to smoke this like a pack of cigarettes over the course of the day like some smokers do. Right. You just do it one, you know, you do it right there on the spot. Boom. Mm-hmm. Light it. And, you know, take two or three inhalations. And then. What happens if someone actually smoked the whole cigarette and were like OCD? Like, I got I to gotta finish what I started. What would be the end result? You would just feel very, very relaxed and feel a little sleepy. <laughs> a little sleepy? A little sleepy and okay. very, very relaxed. That's That's it. good to know. Because You're I mean, certainly not going to overdose. I mean, and, and, and like, and let's take things into perspective, okay? okay. N- n- not to minimize the whole vaping crisis, as the CDC has called it. Mm-hmm. But to date, yes. there have been 10 deaths. Okay caused by or linked to not caused by because they still don't know what the cause was it's linked to vaping okay mm-hmm. how many deaths have occurred or occur on a yearly basis on a daily basis oh, for smoking gosh. cigarettes a whole lot more i mean there's 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 statistics i actually uh i had a back and forth conversation with someone about all the different ways you can die and how many people have died of different things this year 
and like it's tens of thousands for this hundreds of thousands for that vaping is not even in the top 10 like it, it's like car accidents are higher abortions are higher like in like there's you can have a whole conversation about all the different variations and then they turn around saying well 500 people died this year from this and it's like okay well um there's like taking a bath in your home drowning like yeah i mean like there's more people slipping, dying from that way yeah, slipping in your bathroom and falling and hitting your head on the sink yeah and like much, much higher much much higher so i mean it's not an epidemic i wouldn't even say it's a crisis it's something that i think people need to put their scientists on and say how do we fix this but um it, it's not it's not like a, a car accident you know drunken driving mm-hmm. so um, or maybe you know, like uh, other other things, like living in an area that's just dangerous. Like uh, I always have the the rights of life. Like you you can you can live on the top of a volcano, but there's a possibility that will go off, and that's that. Like uh, so. Anyway, um, do you want to add anything other uh, in reference to this CBD product, or do you want to like talk about any of his other products? Because we have one. well, because you asked earlier, you know what my recommendations were um, and how to do it, I've explained how uh, we recommend using the vape in -hmm. conjunction with an oral agent. Okay. And so, you know, they have pills, they have capsules, CBD pills, CBD capsules, they have CBD oils, they have CBD edibles in the form of gummies. Nice. Um, They have... uh, topical creams um so they even have cbd water cbd water that's pretty cool yeah so like i know there's a there's like a lot of products now coming out that you can ingest like uh i'm I'm hoping they have cbd beer in the near future because i am a i am they have to have a license to sell beer sir it could be the non <laughs> They have to have a license. To <laughs> More sell. people die from alcohol, actually, than they do from vaping. Just want to point that out. Exactly. <clears throat> so to, it follows in line with my recommendations to patients okay. that you, you vape. The vaping, you get the, the, the effect within three to five minutes, mm-hmm. but it lasts two to four hours. You want to do the vaping in conjunction with one of the oral or sublingual products that are in store in stock and then combining the two will support the patient better and faster and then they can wean themselves off of you know the epileptic medication mm-hmm. or their opioids uh, or stuff opiates you know for pain or their over-the-counter anti-inflammatories or their uh, anti-anxiety medications things like that yeah um, it's always important to consult with your physician if you don't have one you know um, going on cannabidiol life they have a chat where when you link on it mm-hmm. when you uh, conversation comes up in the bottom right hand corner where you are able to communicate with one of the folk there and they're able to direct you as to based on your needs what products and they have a physician um, not on site but available available that if it's a a more technical more medical issue Mm -hmm. the representative at cannabidiol life can and will consult with that physician that's smart that's a good thing to do and then give them you know better advice granted 
that physician is not that patient, that, that individual's doctor. They're just giving them a more scientific view. Of- and, and to be honest, like I'm a parent, I, I like the fact that there would be someone that could give me a little bit more information. If it's like a Sunday afternoon, I'm trying to get an answer. I can't call my physician until like Monday morning. At least I'm if getting you're lucky. If I'm lucky, <laughs> um, I, I'm getting some some insights uh, more immediately. Now, my question to you, Doctor Rosado, I know we only have a few minutes left. What's the future of um, of like I guess what's going to be happening with uh, everything? Well, CDC's recommendation, okay, is. Uh, the same recommendation as the governor of Massachusetts, and that is stop. Stop. Just stop. Just stop. Don't Just do stop. it. Don't do it anymore, which is ridiculous. No, it's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. No. So, you know, you don't vape, don't vape anything at all. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's wishful thinking. Let's be intelligent. Let's look at the product. Mm-hmm. Let's be mindful where you're buying the product. Okay, mm-hmm. if you're buying it from you know Joe in on the street corner, or you know, Cannabis Isle Life online, that it you know, and you can see that there's uh, it's been FDA approved and and FDA you know regulated, and the products are all clean and it's uh, grown organically. Yep, and it's certified organic. Now you're looking at one product versus a product that you have no idea where it came from. So be mindful, educate yourself, look at the contents, be certain that it does not contain the alphabet soup that we mentioned earlier, Mm -hmm. the VG, the PEG, the PG, the vitamin E acetate, make sure it does not contain any of those products. Okay. And um, always consult your physician and educate yourself. People perish because of lack of information. Yes, that's absolutely true. Now, um, what's going to happen with your show in reference to Voice America? What's the future look like? This will be our last show on Voice America. Thank you very much, voiceamerica.com, for having us on your platform. Um, There will be a parting of the ways. However, look for us on YouTube, Cannabidiol Life. Dr. Joseph Rosado will be on YouTube. So we're not going away. We're just going away. We're just going away from voiceamerica.com. Yeah. And uh, thank you, Dr. Rosado, for letting me be uh, your co-host, guest host, whatever the title (laughs) has been. I I thoroughly enjoy it. And uh, to all our listeners, keep listening to us. We will have a lot of more good things coming in the future. And uh, I hope you have a blessed day. Excellent. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to this episode of Medicata Talk. Please join Dr. Joe Rosado for another edition of our program next Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. If you'd like to learn more about medical cannabis, we invite you to go to Amazon.com to purchase Dr. Rosado's book, Hope and Healing, The Case for Cannabis. Have a great week. 